Well, here we are again, and we're restarting this episode from the middle. <laughs> this is take, take two. Middle out. T- middle out. This is the middle out episode. Middle uh, out compression. Just so that we get this out of the way, this is Pretty Okay Gamers Podcast. My name's Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Ed. And we're going to go straight into the topic <clears throat> because of n- no one's fault. Nothing happened other than uh, bad luck, I guess. I don't know. Yes, one of the machines, namely mine, just froze in the middle of it, and we lost my side of the recording. So here we are. And it was an awesome awesome episode, too. Yeah, we were really on a roll. I was really feeling good about it. We talked a lot about Genshin Impact. I was excited. Talked about... Yeah, it's all lost. Stuff. All gone. It's okay, though, because we're going to talk about something that... uh, this, as all of our topics are interesting, but this was a fun one for me because it, it gave me an excuse to play uh, some of the games that I've gotten uh, f- during my uh, very early, or not early, still fairly new collection phase. So uh, we're going to talk about Super Mario Brothers 3. And speaking, yes. uh, speaking of Mario, um, I saw recently, like the other day, people were posting something on social media about. How did your parents used to say Mario? Did they pronounce it Mario Mario. or, or Mario? <laughs> well, uh, that the question is not between you and I, uh, Ed. It is between, or I guess it should be directed towards Joshua. How did your father say it? <laughs> well, so I think we should be clear that I think the different pronunciations appear in different geographical locations. Yes, for, exactly sure. That for sure. I believe the East Coasters are the ones who typically say Mario. And Ugh. the Midwesterners <laughs> and the West Coasters are the ones who say Mario. And so I grew up with Mario. It's always been Mario. It always will be Good. Mario. Same. Same. Yes, it is. Even Mario. though my dad is from New York, he d- has never said Mario. Um, maybe he's, he's just lived in man. the Midwest too long. Because as he's about to say it, you shoot him this look, and then he knows, like, I have to say <laughs> it, Mario. Maybe. Mario. He does say draw and dinosaur <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> But no, did, he did, does not say Mario. Does he say Haba? Haba. No, Haba. that's Bastin. We got to pack the car, <laughs> Bastin. Bastin Haba? Ha-pack. Yeah, the Haba. The pack the car. Like do this I picked Boston up my dag and we went to the Haba. <laughs> I, I, was, anyway. I always get made fun of for how I say car sometimes. Really? Because of my, my, you just said car. I know, final. but, but <laughs> sometimes I say it like really Midwestern, like car. I See, I don't... I can't hear because I'm I'm also a Midwesterner. <laughs> yes. I hear the C, the A, and the R. So to me, that's the full word. I've I've had yeah. um, East Coast friends pointed out. Oh like, well, they're wrong. So well, they All say right. Mario. So we're <laughs> going to talk about Super Mario Brothers three. <laughs> left no Super Mario Brothers Left Bros three. Yeah, Bros. Left Bros. bros. Left Bros. Uh, yeah. So I uh, have never played this game until <laughs> don't kill me oh, until I gosh. picked it up. I'm so glad so, we did wait, this. Then we forced you to play it. So wait, mm-hmm. you you haven't played this till like what the, the past year? Yeah. Oh my god, this is like the best Mario game ever. No, See, no. Super but close. Mario, it's right Brothers, up there. I would say. Super I, I don't World. know. Mario three is very. I will accept people heart. thinking that it is. I will accept that because uh, it's not to me, but I think that it's a great choice if you think that it is yes. your favorite. I, I it is one of the best for sure. I'm, I'm assuming top Mario three. World is your favorite. Don't no, say, my favorite. Don't say Mario okay. sixty four. My favorite is Mario sixty four. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, it's no. an unpopular opinion. No. Yes, I know. No. But <laughs> close runner runner up for me is uh, Mario World I, for sure. Super. Sad I shit. played yeah. through Mario sixty four. <laughs> it is not the best Mario game. 
When did you play through it? When it came out? um, I I played through it uh, when the 3D All-Stars came out. Yeah, so it's it's not aged well. Yeah, Yeah, But when it came out, it was incredible. It was an incredible leap into the future. Mario 3 has aged well. That's true. I will give you that. Yeah, I will say that, that yes. Yep. So. For someone who's just and played Mario this World, year. even more so, I would say, yes. has aged yes. well. Yes, totally. I look forward to playing that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I've never played it, and when you told you you talked about it, I was like, wow, I can only remember ever playing the first one and never even playing the second one and didn't even know there was a third one. And then I didn't even know there was a, mo- a world, and that's how terrible I've, of a person I am. But uh, I was expect my bar was pretty low when I when I was going to play this game, and I was thoroughly surprised or joyfully surprised uh when i spent an uh, over an hour and a half on the first world because i suck <laughs> <laughs> and i kept dying um because i was underestimating how uh mario jumps so uh yeah i mean uh, it, it he he jumps like he does in mario one it's the same button. listen bud listen he hasn't played that one either oh yet, so. wait what <laughs> I've played that first one. I have. <laughs> I, you, sir. You, sir. I, I mean, <laughs> it's, no, it's no Mario Sunshine, if that's what you're expecting. <laughs> oh, Shade. Well, How we love you to throw. Yes, but anyways, so this is the first time I played it. It was interesting, but I guess I want to hear how you, what your, uh, oh, whoops, your opinions on this game, because this is uh, a game that you both have recommended. So, so mm-hmm. is it okay if I go first? Yeah, I don't please. care who goes first. Ed, Ed talk over each other. So Ed. my thing that I remember with Mario 3 was the build-up to its release. And um, I remember there was a movie that was coming out called The Wizard. And in the trailer, they would, were showing um, clips from Super Mario Bros. 3. And it was kind of a, a gimmicky way to get you to go see this really bad movie. Um, which I, of course I did because I wanted to see Mario 3. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> yeah, I totally went and saw this really bad Fred Savage movie just for like the <laughs> the five minutes that they showed Mario 3 in the whole movie. Um, and I just thought it was the coolest thing I ever saw. And then, of course, when it came out, like we played it. and that, that was like the game that we all played was we all played Mario 3. Anytime we would go to like friends' houses and stuff, that's the game we always played. I think it's important to note that that was the first time anyone had seen any gameplay or clips of the game when they did that um, wizard trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. That was the first glimpse we ever got of the game. Yeah, because we didn't have, you know, YouTube and stuff. We didn't have teaser trailers and stuff for video games back then. Um, Yep, exactly. I, um, I don't think I was... See, you were a little older than I am, Ed, so I don't think I was as aware... Of all the build and hype and mm. all the things, um, other than all to say things. that my friends and I were very excited about it, of course. I did not go see The Wizard, the movie. <laughs> I didn't even really know much about it, <laughs> it's other than bad. I saw the, the commercial. Um, it's bad, but I still like watching that movie. I yeah, I do remember the Mario commercial that came out afterwards, where, you know, all the um, kids are cheering Mario, mm-hmm. and it zooms out to the Mario face. Yeah. Oh I mean, my that's God, such that's a creepy. classic, such a classic. Um, What's great, you should, you should look up like the commercials for Japan for Mario 3. And they're like, it's very, very different. <laughs> I can I only imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just remember spending hours playing this game. 
And I think it's probably one of the first games that I spent this much. No, it is the first game that I spent this much time playing. Mm-hmm. Um, games afterwards definitely played more, but this was the first game that I sunk time even during the summer into, you know, I'd sit there, sit there with my sister and we played tons and tons of it. Um, we had a babysitter at the time and, you know, my babysitter would show us all kinds of different secrets that her brothers would show her or she mm-hmm. figured out on her, her own. And it was, it Whoa. was, it was a cultural phenomenon <laughs> at the time. It was a huge game, huge release, and it was hard to find when they released it. So, um, yeah, yeah. classic. That was Amazing one game. one of those games too, where like you'd be watching TV and stuff, and um, people would be giving like tips and tricks on like where to find flutes or um, mm-hmm. other sorts of secrets and tricks in the game uh, that I like I never really saw with any other game before. Like I mean, normally you'd see that stuff in the strategy guides, but it was just so mainstream that they would just put it in like TV spots all the time. Yeah. So I think there's a lot we could say about what makes this game really special. Where should we start, do you think? The music. Oh, the music. Yes. Yeah, so that was so actually good. a good point. Uh, funny thing is that when I started the game up, uh, is there any intro music to the, in the tile screen? If you let it play long enough, yeah. Okay, because <laughs> I was getting very frustrated. No, I was no. Like, uh, uh, there's, there's no intro music unless it like starts showing like... I think a demo of one of the worlds, but um, when the, oh no, you're right. There you know, when isn't the cur- when the curtain goes up. There's no sound. It's just so it threw me off because I was so used to every other game mm-hmm. <laughs> having well, music. Well, Mario One doesn't have music in the intro, right? That's true. That's the thing is that I I know that I because I've played that game and I've played both like the combo duck hunt one, mm-hmm. but and also just the standard standalone Mario yeah. game. Yeah, and I kn- I knew that was the case. But for whatever reason, it didn't register, so I had no idea. So I thought something was wrong, and I spent probably about 30 minutes trying to get to work. And oh, jeez. <laughs> and then accidentally just, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll just play and listen to music or something. And then, you know, started to play it through and went, oh, my God, I'm, I'm such a dum-dum. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, think, I, I enjoyed it. I think the only Mario game on the NES that had intro music was uh, the American Mario Brothers 2. Uh, did it have intro music or w- once yeah. you got to the select screen for no, the characters, it, it had the music? Yeah, it had intro music. Mm, okay, I don't remember that. On the, on the titles. Why would they do it only in the second one? Because, or, the because second it wasn't one, a Mario or, game. Yeah, <laughs> technically uh, it was Doki Doki Panic and they just yeah. changed the, the sprites to Mario sprites. That's right. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's a different terrible. episode though. There's a yeah. lot there. I love that game though. Oh God, I hate that game so much. Okay, really? so Mario okay. 3... And so I guess let's talk about the music first, and then we should talk about Mm -hmm. our experiences approaching the game. Um, For me, the music is iconic and really the first time. Totally. totally. I mean, of course, the first game had iconic music as well, but not in this span or or breadth. Mm -hmm. Like the the overworld music in each level is so or each world is so different. The Mm -hmm. levels have great music, um, which sometimes repeats in certain levels, but still fantastic. I, I love everything about the music in this game. And the uh, the airship music is just so oh, epic. love it. It's so epic. Yeah, it's epic. I think, too, also, uh, you start to get, like, this reaction when you get to one of those the levels where the, the music reminds you of how many times you've died in a certain area, and it <laughs> frustrates you. <laughs> you, mean, you mean the uh, continue music? Yeah. The continue music? No. Nice try, bud. Oh, um, <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> No, I'm talking about uh, 
I I think it was uh the third level on World One. Yes, I only made it to I didn't even make it to World Two yet, um because I just I apparently suck at this game. Um, but yeah, it 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 definitely like I had this reaction every time I heard that song. So, uh, but it it definitely was nice to hear a different different tones and stuff like that. So I I yeah do... I, I feel like the world music. Each world had its own distinct and mm-hmm. like overworld music, and it fit each overworld. Like World Two with the sand and desert, it has a very sand and deserty feel to mm-hmm. the music. World Eight is very oppressive uh, <laughs> overworld music. It's so great. It's so well done. Yeah, and I, I I think one thing that I like too is I like that the warp whistle sound is the same sound from Legend of Zelda when you use the flute. yeah it is yeah it's classic. Well, and so that. it's funny that the warp whistle is even there. Like, there's no, as you know, no save to mm-hmm. the game. Well, the original game. You know, now you can save it all you want in the Switch and the um, and the emulators and stuff where you can save a state. But since there was no save, that's why they put the whistles in there, from what I understand. And the whistles warp you to the worlds if you want to pick up where you left off. Yeah, there's and there's four warp whistles in total. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're speaking languages I have no idea about. Oh, he doesn't even. Yeah, he probably doesn't even know whistles. about the white block, or if you like. No, I don't think that he does. But that's something you no. either had to read the guide to Ex- see, exactly. or get Nintendo Power to see, or have right. a friend to tell you. Yeah, or or I didn't have friends, or so. watch the wizard because <laughs> in the wizard they like show you how to do that, how to so how weird. to get that first flute. I still can't. I still can't get over the Fred Savage movie. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, you should totally watch it sometime. No, I'm good. <laughs> no, it's 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 so campy. It it's I don't know. It's it's fun. So, yeah. um, apart from the music, uh, I guess I'll just go right into the other than the first hour. Or so uh, two hours, I'd say I played of the game. Uh, I still want to play more because I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't <laughs> get past the first world. Oh man, but I was really inter- You're you're gonna struggle when you get to like world seven like the pipe world yeah. i think Listen, you're gonna struggle in world two <laughs> i was oh, gonna say yeah, i'm gonna struggle all the, the way. sun alone oh my goodness oh yeah so it, many memes with the sun it, but it makes me laugh though because that shows you that <clears throat> like um i think the dif- no, i don't want to say the different type of difficulty but i bet you when i was a child when i was a child when i was younger i would probably be a much better at this game um one due to the fact that I'd be playing it more, but two, I feel like my response time is absolutely atrocious half the time. So, um, so if I like, I sometimes spaz hit a button and don't mean to, and then I jump right in or I don't time something correctly. It's probably from um, playing Pokemon or Minecraft so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it. You got me, Ed. Um, but yeah, I I think. I think what is really nice to know is that I want to play it more, and I'm going to be playing it more. I have the NES uh, set up right now um, next to the Xbox, <laughs> and I was playing it, and it's just for being in that experience of playing on the original controller, I think, makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I anticipate I will be playing it throughout. Like Just pick it up and play uh, 30 minutes or so every single time, um, even though it doesn't save, so it kind of defeats the purpose. But... <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah that's that i uh i remember how big of a leap this game really was to me um as a child because the first one was great but and there were worlds you'd go between worlds of course but 
this having an overworld map where you can track your progress and see where mm-hmm. you have already been and move along a path and decide where to go. There's even spots in certain worlds, even the first world, where you can choose to skip levels or, you know, go to different places. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fantastic. And the ability to have your own inventory, kind of, as you're collecting things from the mushroom houses and um, from the levels, just was completely out of this world. It, like, it was like I had never played anything like that other than Zelda, which had, you know, items to keep. Mm-hmm. Um and let you know grow with but it it was like a completely different i don't know it just felt like a complete huge innovation to have this overworld map where you could together you know try to defeat two-player defeat different uh levels and and try to make progress together and sometimes even battle which was always fun um so i don't know it, it 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 was a huge step in my brain, especially after being so disappointed by Mario 2. I was just, I could not stand that game. And I tried so many times to get into it, and it just wasn't the same as the first game. And I don't, it wasn't like I wanted the exact same game, but of course it didn't feel at all the same. Like, you mentioned Mario jumps the same in Mario 3 as he does in Mario 1. Well, that's not the case in Mario 2. It's completely <laughs> yeah, different. Yeah, so, for sure. Had a different feel, had a different look, had a different <laughs> aesthetic. It was just not the game for me. For sure. I think another uh, important thing to mention, too, is how that world map and everything inspired games that came after Mario 3. Oh, so much, yes. Yeah, and a lot of games mimicked that whole overworld thing where you could, like, choose which level to go to, and so I I think that was pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was a a big, big change, and... um... I really enjoyed that part of it. I think that's what makes this game compelling to me is the fact that you can move and make progress and see your progress visually and then choose where to use items if you have them stored. That's a huge set of different choices that you get to make that you didn't have choices like that in the first game. The first game was very linear and you maybe you knew some secrets and hopefully you got there in time to get it or hopefully you hit it at the right time or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was a big change. And then I liked, too, how they kind of included the original arcade Mario Brothers game into the game. Yeah, the, the battle. That's the what battle I meant. System. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The original Mario Brothers. Yep. You can, like, steal Which I don't their, think, their Justin, you've stuff. seen that because you haven't played two-player, correct? Oh, yeah. No, I have not. I, I Although, I'm wondering if Aaron would like to try and play it. We'll see. So if you move your character, Mario or Luigi, over where the other person just finished up, and press, I think it's A, yeah. you go into the Mario Brothers game and battle it out to see who can go next or who will Interesting. take th- over that level as, quote, completed. I think you steal an item from them, too, if you win. Yes, I think you're right. Wow, that's cool. I, like Some little things like that that I feel like you don't see anymore, so that's kind of unique. Interesting. I think, too, the other thing that I was I forgot to mention was the uh like the little stores that you go to not stores but like the mini yeah where you, the mushroom yeah the houses. mushroom houses mushroom houses yeah like you guys already said <laughs> he called them it, stores whatever they're called i don't know <laughs> where you get your your free stuff and you gamble or you make whatever you get free mushrooms <laughs> and uh it just kind of reminded me of playing uh, a link to the past for some reason um like when you walk in or just in, like the little what's the word i'm looking for like, like mini mini events, maybe that's a better word for it. Like a mini event where you yeah, go like in and mini it's completely games and stuff. outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's completely out of the 
the main game itself, but it, I just got this vibe of that, and I thought that was really cool um, and enjoyed it. I wonder if they, if it's the same, like if there was the one with the three chests where you go and you get, like you pick one and hope you get you get something out of it. Are they random? Yes. Okay. I didn't they know are random, was... but they it's decided before you even go in. Like you go okay. in and it's decided. So it's yeah. actually okay. it's actually not because I've I've done um, safe states before, where like I'll open the chest and then I'll like rewind and open it again and the item will be different. So really, yes. Huh. I always thought That's that too. Incredible. I always thought that it was right when you entered that it would automatically set which it was going to be and what. Um, but yeah, it's when you open the chest, it just randomly picks. Huh. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, I think also the different options you have as Mario to be different things was such a huge game changer. I was going to bring, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. The leaf versus the Tanuki suit versus the frog suit. Um, hammer brother suit, the hammer brother suit. Oh my gosh. It was such a, again, such a huge leap. It was like, whoa, like we get to like, not only do you get to carry some of those items with you and choose when to use them, mm-hmm. like the the P-Wing too, where you could just fly through a whole level, uh, but also just having levels with that variation and, and change in gameplay from just jumping around is awesome. Just fantastic. Yeah, that was the first time that they incorporated more power-ups than just the star and the fire flower. And the mushroom, yeah. and the fact that you can fly with the um with the leaf, or I always call it the leaf. It's a feather. <laughs> we always called it a leaf as we were I, growing up. I called it a leaf too. It I, looks very leafy. It's not very feathery. <laughs> it, are you sure it's not? I thought it was a. It's a leaf. It's not. It a could be. I don't know. I. It always looked like a leaf to me. So um. Yeah, pretty but sure yeah, it's it, a leaf. Uh, I loved the fact that you could fly. You know, you'd run and pick a spot and fly up to the clouds and there'd be more coins and you know uh, extra life or mm-hmm. um, that was like the freedom and joy of discovery within a level which is fantastic yeah and that's where i was failing to figure out how to use that power up so it's hard to figure out i think the first few times especially especially for kids like oh yeah you know, for sure trying to get that you power call me up kid. to the point and then trying to the first time you're trying to get the power up all the way and then try to hit the button enough to like make the tail go so you can get high enough to get up there. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask, especially for people who hadn't played games that had anything like that before. And then, yeah. and then of course there's the items that you can only use on the world map, like the hammer and the cloud. Oh yes. Um, so like, mm. if you don't know what those do, like you kind of have to just kind of figure it out. Cause it doesn't tell you. Yes. Yeah, I also think the, um, I liked the mini, it's not much, but mini narrative of going between the castles and, you know, the Mm -hmm. different kings being turned into different things and the joy of discovering that. And even the one king that's pretty much just Mario (laughs) sitting on the throne. Yeah, I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about. And you have to go into the, the battleship and the music and it was so, I don't know, so immersive even though it wasn't you know you really realize now how much your brain played into the music but it's just it felt so like wow this is epic i'm on this ship we're flying there's cannons going everywhere and just yeah yeah we got to take out this mini boss and it was great and that brings up another point is i absolutely love the koopa kids 
Yeah, they're fantastic. Yes, and Dang, I, I am so far I, not be. I, I, love, I love that they added them later on into um, some of the newer Mario games that came out for like the Wii. Same, yeah. Like, was, or Mario Kart. The, yeah, the newer Mario Kart games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and and apparently I forgot what they were named in Japan, but they weren't named the different composers that they are in. Not composers. Some are composers. A couple are are like Slash from. Um, um, not Slash, oh my gosh, the person from one of the bands. Um, they're named completely differently in Japan. I, oh, it's really? It's escaping me what they're named, yeah. But, like, let's see, I know there's there's Larry, Lemmy, uh, Iggy, Roy, Ludwig, Wendy. They're all musicians and, or composers and in America, yeah. Okay. Next, there's seven of them. <laughs> and I know now they, they have Bowser Jr. as well. I don't really like Bowser Jr. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's meh. <laughs> meh. Um, is there anything, any particular challenge or level or something that stood out to you guys when you guys went through and played it? Challenge um, is World 7, the the pipe world. That was always yeah, that was challenging for me. I, I, don't, I always got stuck in World 8, always. And... What's hard about World Eight is if you if you go in all powered up with lots of items, you can mm-hmm. breeze through a bunch of it, and then if you make a mistake and you lose all that, now you're like you get moved backwards potentially, and you have to try and make your way back through it. It was very Dark Soulsy. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think World Eight starts to get hard once you get to the actual like numbered levels. Yes. Yeah. Those those are pretty rough. Yep. And the the ship randomly moving on different parts of the map where you had to try and um, or the hands no, that, that grab you. the hand would take you back. Yeah, it was just a whole thing. So yeah, I love this hmm. game. It's a fantastic game. So you know, I don't want to draw it out too much because there's so much we could talk about. Um, but what would you say is your favorite world? Ooh, well, that's hard because I love the ice world. I love the giant world. Yes. Um, Sky World is kind of fun, too. They all have their fun to them, I would say. Yeah. I love the castle at the end, though. Like, for like Amazing. An end, for an end level, like, that castle's awesome. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so left out. I'm sorry I can't contribute to this <laughs> it's okay. comment. You'll, you'll get there someday. I got to a castle <laughs> or in, in the first world. Oh, the but, like a little mini castle. Yeah, where I had to defeat what, what was the Boom Boom, the, the, whatever the turtle is it a turtle? Yeah, his name's Boom Boom. Yeah, oh, right, Boom with Boom with the spiky shell that every so often he turns to spikes and then yeah, and some, flails yeah, around and goes crazy. Sometimes he'll yeah. fly too. Sometimes he gets wings and like floats around. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I died. <laughs> Clearly, you died to the first Boom Boom. Listen. I didn't know what I was doing. I already had, I was already tired. It was already past my bedtime. <laughs> Were you trying to like mine like materials and stuff from him? Is that no? What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I rag on you too much. <laughs> I, uh, I would say just to go back to the question that, uh, giant world is my favorite. I remember going there first, the first time as a kid and just being like, oh my God, the Koopa yeah. Troopers are gigantic yeah. and the blocks are massive. I loved it. Or loved like when the Hammer Brothers get like really big and shake the ground. 
oh my gosh it was like no he's got me stuck and then you get hit by a hammer and you <laughs> have to start over oh yeah yeah classic and i loved that you could like um interchange between like it being big and it being normal size yes yeah it was so fun such a fun and i think that's the world too where they have the bridges isn't it or is that the i can't remember is that the world before it it was the world before it that's the water world before it Mm -hmm. yeah but i thought that was really neat every time you finish a level the bridges go up or down depending on what they were last yeah Um, and and you figure out a new way around you'd have to time it right so that otherwise you'd have to go like a completely different route just no matter how you slice it there was so much love and care and enjoyment put into this game it's incredible the amount of stuff they put in and the amount of stuff that was added and it didn't feel like it was game breaking or crazy mm-hmm. um just fun it was just fun and it is a really hard game like no matter which way you slice it even the first world when you start getting into the the different like really hardcore platforming parts where you're like wow okay now this is the real real deal mm-hmm. um even that can be really challenging so yeah, it, it's a different, whole different ball game for sure. I just, I love the amount of secrets that are in that game as well. Yeah, I definitely don't remember all of them for sure. Yeah, um, me either. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll play it now and, and there's still stuff that surprises me that I didn't know about before. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, a lot to it. A lot to that game. Ow, I want to go play it more. Yeah, it's it's a It's a really complete and fun and just enjoyable game and I think that's why, you know, before we decided to do this episode, I had been playing it a little bit here and there, where it's not that you can turn off your brain, but you can kind of envelop yourself in that game and just focus on it. And it just is fun to just kind of fall into it, in my opinion. And if you can play it, too, on the virtual console, um, maybe try try the All-Stars version, because that one's fun, too. Oh, yeah, so good. It's got updated graphics and 16-bit sound. Yep. That. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, <clears throat> are we are we then moving? <clears throat> wow. Uh, to the good old uh, off the beaten trail. I think it's time. I mean, yeah. we could gush about this game a yeah. ton. There's so I, much to think, it. Yeah, I think we covered. I think we go covered a good amount. I will have to give you guys a, an update once I play. You it should, because I really want to play it more. Yeah. I will be playing it. It's just it to me. It will always mark as a gigantic leap in gaming a Mm -hmm. and b in mario like this is where mario really took shape for me and i think for everybody like you know you had mario one which was yeah incredible and then mario 2 is like what the heck is this and then mario 3 is like holy cow how did they even do this yeah (laughs) this is when gaming became like wow this is awesome yeah i would agree that this is when mario like really evolved um because then right after that is mario world and that's another great game huge leap yeah huge leap there so we'll have to do that at a different time. Yeah, off the beaten trail. Let's do it. Um, I my I'll do mine because it's a quick one. <clears throat> Star Wars Battlefront Two, the not the the new one, the old one. Um, because this was the one where they introduced uh, space battles. Uh, and I still own it and still have it on Steam. Uh, and I fired it up. What was it? Tuesday. One of the days. Granted, the graphics suck. Like they do not hold up very well. <laughs> um, and uh, the the battle scenes in the space are nowhere near as good as I thought they were. <laughs> um, and mainly because uh, probably uh, ro- uh, because of uh, what's it called? Rogue Leader, Rogue Squadron. 
whatever the new game that's out right now. Oh, uh, Squadrons. Yes, I keep forgetting about that game. So it's like basically the way I look at it is that Battlefront 2 was a test ground for the eventual (laughs) game that became that because uh, many of the things that are in the game, the new game, are very similar. Um, but what I really liked about it was that there was the whole boarding process of when you would actually board, uh, the, the ships and you can then destroy like the shield generator and things like that. Um, but overall this Battlefront 2 was my favorite. Uh, I played hours and hours and hours and hours of it with friends. Um, and while I didn't have it on PC until much later, it was a lot of fun to play online because then you had people who were actually decent at fighting uh and uh in plane or not in planes but in the ships as well as uh on the ground and it was a lot of fun um playing that with uh, playing that game with some friends on uh bigger screens so it was it's a really good game uh it probably doesn't play as well and i don't think there's any active servers but um the the ability to just play with bots is still very fun um and to you know go around and just kind of wreak havoc. Uh, they, have, they have all sorts of different ships, um, ground troops, things like that. And it's it's a really good and decent game. And in my opinion, it was the last good Battlefront. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah. only played the newer first one on PlayStation Four, um, yeah. and it was fine. probably I yeah, I have the fine. I have the old one. Um, I haven't played so, it though. Nice. Yeah, I don't have it at all, but I also haven't played it. <laughs> It, it, I can't. I got it a long, like I said, a long time ago. I had it on. I still have the. Actually, I have the disc. Excuse me. I have the disc behind me. Oh, awesome! Uh, but then I ended up got the digital one because mm-hmm. I think it installed on Steam. I have to go look. I see. I was that weird. I got it on Steam pump. and it came with like a bunch of other Star Wars games. That's how I have it. Uh, yeah, you yeah, bought that giant bundle, didn't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Try it out and realize why Battlefront games now suck. Anyways. <laughs> um, sounds like, Josh, it sounds like the game you played is like my biography or something. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, this week I chose Old Man's Journey. <laughs> um, which I think is fitting for now, so that's kind of why I chose it. I played it on iOS, but it actually is on many platforms. Let's see, it's on Android, Steam, Switch, PlayStation 4, it's on almost everything. I think it's even on Xbox, but they don't list that up here for some reason. Anyway, um, the point of the game, it's a, it's a puzzle game, really light puzzle game, um, mostly just a journey of an old man. Uh-huh. Imagine. And you take the role as the old man moving between different levels and f- completing puzzles to learn more about his journey and why he's on his journey. Um, and it's really artistic. The art style is beautiful and it's meant to be just kind of an experience. And the levels, you know, are there can be some challenge to some of the puzzles, but it's not going to take you forever. I think it's all in all is like a uh, three hour game or something or less. Um, and you get to the end and see why he's on his journey. And, you know, he it starts in a particular way, which I'm not going to spoil. And um, then he starts walking with his walking stick and it just sounds good and it looks beautiful and it's fun to play and it doesn't take a lot of mind power. So it's just a, a nice, relaxing, enjoyable experience with good story and a good soundtrack. And 
Um, you get to mostly play out a lot of what the story is in in flashbacks. There's no dialogue at all through the whole game. It's all flashbacks and just visual storytelling. So, oh man, um, I I love the art style on this. I'm gonna have to yeah, it's a lot of fun, this. and and they really animated it well too. So it's it's beautiful. Um, well, well worth the money. I think it's eight dollars um, on the various platforms. On iOS, I think it's even cheaper at five dollars or something. So, again, I played it on my. I think I played it on my iPad, and it was just gorgeous, and just you know took me a, a small amount of time to complete it, and just enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. So, really the recommend it. Great. Uh, Old Man's Journey is the name of it, and it's it's fun. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get that. I like. I think just the art itself. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah it's, sure. so it's, it's really uh, fun to just look at as you're playing. It's almost it. like a Tim Burton is mm-hmm. like a light Tim Burton, like actual color other than you know the dark stuff that he usually does. Mm-hmm. So I should probably describe cool. how the puzzles are played. I'll just say it real quick. You move, so like it's the each level is comprised of like several hills or hill areas, and you can drag the hills up and down to continue his journey. So he can like move between the different hills and go down to where he's going. So you have to move the hills in the right way so he can get onto them and then continue on. So um, it's a cute little way to do it, and uh, it's fun. It's a fun, fun game. Cool. Um, Nice. So, yeah, my game is DuckTales. Woo! Yeah, this is the the remake uh, that came out a few years ago, uh, and it's a remake of the original Capcom game from the NES. Um, I absolutely love this game, uh, mainly because I loved the original, and I, I played that probably almost as much as I played Mario 3. Um, but the remake, I just, I love that it's, it's all like remastered, um, same levels and everything. They kind of incorporated more story into it, um, and it's voice acted, and all the voice acting is done by all the voice actors from the original cartoon. Wow. um, This was like right before the guy who did the voice for uncle Scrooge, right before he passed away. So thankfully they were able to do that before that happened. But, um, Oh, I love the game. I just, I love the, how it's cartoon stylized and it, it makes it feel like you're playing the old cartoon, which I absolutely love. Um, I definitely recommend people checking it out. Uh, I know you can get it on iOS. You can get it on Steam. You can get it on uh, PlayStation Store, even on Xbox. Um, I know I played it on uh, iOS, and I also, I think, had it when I had my Xbox 360. So I guess it's it's kind of old. No, it's not really from a few years ago. <laughs> it feels like it's from a few years ago, but... Um, yeah, if if anybody is a huge fan of like DuckTales or um those old Capcom games, definitely check it out. Every time I hear DuckTales, I think of that Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every single time. I played um, so much of the NES game. Again, I'd never owned it, but it was like we'd go rent it all the yeah, time. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah, I never owned it either. I always rented it. That's fun. I didn't know they did a remake. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> and, and you actually can get more all those know. old Nintendo Capcom games um, on Steam as a bundle. Uh, it's called like the Disney Afternoon Pack, and it comes with like DuckTales, Dark McDuck, uh, Rescue Rangers. Like it comes with all of those. Um, so that's another thing too, if you ever want nice. to check that out. It looks nice, remastered. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was a really really nice surprise playing that game, especially like when you hear all the voice acting and stuff, and it just brings back nostalgia. Yeah, good job, Disney. And you can swim in the money bin. You might not be able to do Star Wars Disney, but you can do Ducktales just great. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we've lost everybody. Yeah. Well, uh, you didn't. You didn't lose me. Mm, good. Uh, thanks, Ed. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I'm done talking to you. Ugh, I'm done talking to you. I'm talking to Botias. Botias. Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.